0: Hello, everyone. How are you? It's Tarika Wheeler with Professional DNA, and I hope that you had an amazing week. Uh, last week, you know, we dug in and talked about how to be productive, right? Ready, set, go. How can you have a productive week? I hope you had a productive week. Hit me up and let me know um, how your week went. Send me a message. Send me a DM at professional underscore DNA on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. You know, are you using some of the strategies and tactics that we talked about that really will help you uh, push forward and have a productive week? You know, this week, I am really excited because we have a special guest and um, I want to uh, introduce you um, to our special guest. Um, But before we do that, I just want to give you a little bit of an idea of what we're talking about. So we're going into uh, personal brand. And we're going to dig into why that's so important. And what are some of the things that you should be thinking about as a high achieving professional to ensure that you're on the right roadmap to success when building your personal brand and maintaining that personal brand and then sometimes having to repair it. So super excited about that. Grab your notebook, grab your pen, we are going to go all in and I'll be right back to introduce you to our special guest. All right, I'll be right back. This episode of Professional DNA is brought to you by Course Discovery, a new six-week virtual small group program for high-achieving professionals who are ready to level up in their careers but are unsure about the next step and are ready to develop the clarity they need to discover their unique value, shift their thinking, and design a strategy that will allow them to live on purpose, rapidly ascend in their careers, and get paid their true value so they can achieve the true happiness and harmony they desire. I'm ready to work with you. This is Tarika Wheeler, career and mindset strategist and the developer of Course Discovery. I welcome you to join me for a free discovery call. Go to yourpdna.com and sign up today for a free discovery call. Let's connect and talk about how to get you to the next level. Let's discover and reinvent your future self. All right, guys. Hey there. We're going to jump right on in to today's episode, Personal Branding Strategy, a Roadmap for High Achieving professionals. I am super excited to have Stephanie Orihabor with me. She is the corporate catch. I love her company name, Corporate Catch. Stephanie helps high-achieving, career-driven women learn how they can stand out as leaders and advance in their careers in ways that matter to them. Think of her as your new secret weapon to getting ahead in the workplace. We're gonna spend a little bit of time uh, with Stephanie. I talked with her this week and wanna share with you um, our conversation because we dug in to personal brand and she is dropping gems left and right to ensure that you, as high achieving professional, that you understand what a personal brand is, how to get you into a place to where you can not only achieve a personal brand, you can maintain that personal brand and most importantly, repair it if things go left. So take a listen into the conversation I had with Stephanie this week. Super amazing. Here we go. Okay, guys, we are back with another episode of Professional DNA. Again, I'm super excited to have the Corporate Catch on with us today talking about personal branding. So Welcome, Ms. Stephanie Oribabor. How are you? I'm amazing.
1: How are you? I'm super grateful and thankful to be on the episode
0: with you. I am so excited to have you. You know, I love the play of corporate catch. Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) how did did you come up with that? Because I I love the play of that for for, for real.
1: Uh, Well, it literally, you know, I was playing around and I wanted something super catchy and something that everybody can relate to. And so when I decided to come, and finally, you know, venture out into the coaching world. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of brainstorming and I'm like, oh, my gosh, everybody wants to be a catch at work. So how about the corporate catch? And it kind of just came to me in the middle of the night one day and
0: <laughs> it works. <laughs> I, it does work. I, I absolutely love it. I love how you show up online. I love how you show up in social media. And, um, you know, a lot of, of coaches and strategists right now. Some are really in the entrepreneurial space. There's quite a few actually in the entrepreneurial space that are helping, um, you know, men and women develop their own businesses and business ventures. And and I think that's amazing. And there's a space for that. But I, I also want to recognize that there are a ton of coaches and strategists that are in the space of helping professionals that are in corporate America that are, you know, working in healthcare, working in nonprofit spaces, they're going in more of that um, traditional professional journey track, and that that's okay, too. And there's support, and coaches and strategists and mentors that are out there for you. And So I love that I love that you speak very specifically about being kind of that corporate catch in the workplace, and that it's not. Uh, necessarily always focusing on that entrepreneurial side, um, even though it's there, even though it's there. Absolutely. Well, so you know that the podcast is called Professional DNA. And for me, it is really the foundation of the work that I do as a strategist with my clients and team members and really thinking about what you have inside of you is what's going to help you be your best unique self, that we all have a unique value to bring to the table. We all have unique attributes that, you know, always say, you know, nobody can do you the way you do you, right? right? You can bring that unique element. So I ask every guest that comes on to Professional DNA, what is your professional DNA? What are you, Stephanie, really made of? What are your building blocks? Like, what do you leverage to use to really excel? Oh, gosh, that's such a hard question.
1: (laughs) Uh, When I think about kind of those uh, key attributes that have really helped me in my personal career growth, I think that my professional DNA is really that I'm kind of fearless in the pursuit of what I want. I don't really Mm -hmm. let fear uh, get in my way, especially when it comes to my career goals. Uh Um, I'm kind of a little sponge. So I'm always curious. I'm always asking questions. I'm always uh, trying to connect the dots. And I think that has really helped me. And then I'm ever evolving. So I don't even allow myself to really get stuck. I'm just kind of always trying to grow and stretch myself. and, And that kind of goes, it's a good pairing with being fearless because I always am trying to look for what else can I get, get into. And I'm not really scared to climb the ladder. Sometimes I think we, we self-contain ourselves. And so Uh I think um, one of my key attributes and one of the things that I appreciate about myself is that I'm not really scared to, to, to grow as much as I can. Uh um, And I don't really let inexperience stop me. I'm kind of just a little sponge and I will learn anything. You can put anything in front of me. And if I really want to do it, I will.
0: I love that. I love that because <laughs> I think you're right. So many times we put limits on ourselves and we don't allow ourselves to take that big leap and right. that big jump towards something new. And so I love that fearlessness about you. That that is amazing. Yeah. I also love this idea of being a sponge. You know, I think the moment you stop learning, yeah. you stop growing, right? Exactly. So wanting to be a sponge or not even wanting to, being a sponge and soaking it all in um, is, is amazing as well. And, and tell me, Stephanie, you have um, an HR background. Tell us just a little bit about yourself in in the professional world We jump into the space of personal branding.
1: Yeah, so I actually started off, I kind of uh, fell into HR. I knew that I wanted to, so I, I have um, a bachelor's degree in business and I have a master's degree in human resources, uh-huh. uh, but my HR did, degree didn't come until later um, in my professional career. And so um, I found myself... Uh, in 2012 being laid off from a position that I hated. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like the job and I was trying to get into human resources. And um, upon getting laid off from my position, I went to a temp agency and the temp agency uh, told me about this great company and you know mm-hmm. the culture is wonderful and I'm so excited for you to start there. And I didn't quite know what the role was. Uh It turned out that it was a receptionist role. And so I turned down the position because I thought that I was too good to go to Uh this company and answer phones. (laughs) And um, after being asked about three times, you know, my recruiter was like, you're going to love it there. You're the perfect, you know, you're the perfect fit. If you do not like it, you don't have to go back. Just try for one day. Uh And I thank my lucky stars that I actually put my pride aside and went to that, you know, job because it Uh ended up being, I mean, the best company that I've ever worked for. Uh, I started there as a receptionist, as I said, temporary. And I didn't know at the time when I took the job that it was actually under the purview of the HR department, which was what I was wow. trying to get into. Wow. And so once I learned that, I mean, I made it my mission to ask questions, to get to know people, to wander around. I found every reason to get coffee as many times as I could because I wanted <laughs> to talk to people. I love it. And so I was never really at the front desk, but I learned as much as I could, and I kind of grew on them, Uh and a position opened up eventually, I think a a month or two later in the HR department, Uh and I applied knowing that I had no experience and that, you know, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I wanted to put my name in the hat, and I figured why not, and they actually gave me the opportunity, and from there, you know, I ran circles around everyone in that department. I got promoted more than anyone there and I grew as much as I could. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, my whole experience um, in HR kind of stemmed from the front desk. And then later on, a couple of years later, after being in HR, I went back to school to get my master's degree in human resources. And today I'm a director of human resources at a different company um, but yes, all of my experience kind of stemmed from same, cur- just being curious and putting myself out there and navigating through fear and just learning, kind of
0: on the job. Wow, I I love that story, Stephanie, <laughs> because there's so many times that we block our own opportunities and we're not willing to see right willing to see opportunity in the midst of you know our pride or it's like oh I don't know about that title but really looking at the environment that we have an opportunity to step into and look at what that has yielded for you I don't know about you but I feel like you just spit out like a book title from the front desk like (laughs) (laughs) definitely I, I love that because it's it's a story that I think a lot of professionals, a lot of high team professionals that they have, that right. they're, they're, they're starting in one place, right. And they're thinking about how do they get to the next level, but are sometimes not willing to right. explore what they might perceive to be beneath them exactly. right, to really get to that next level. And so I love that story. And I love that you can say, you know, You you went through the ropes, you went Uh through the promotions and you're running circles around folks and you're demonstrating value. And clearly you established what your brand was because they know how (laughs) Stephanie is showing up. Exactly. (laughs) I I absolutely love that for sure. Before we we start jumping into uh, kind of personal brand and what that is and strategies, you know, I'd love for you to share challenges because i i tell people all the time you know what you see on social media what you see on websites you know how you see people show up sometimes that's not the story that's that's like the outcome that's not the journey that's like what you see now what are some things that you feel like challenges you went through in your professional journey or experience that you've had just like wow like i really wish i would have known about this and i could have prevented myself a lot of heartache
1: yeah um for me specifically i've always been uh i know it it doesn't seem like it now. Um, but I've, I've really always been a quiet, soft spoken, very shy, reserved person. Uh-huh. And um, I've had to cultivate the muscle of speaking up when I need to and being comfortable, um, you know, asking for what I want. So I said, I ran circles around everyone in, a, in my department, but I learned that every time I got a promotion, or every time I got, you know, a project or a task, I had to go and ask for that. Because uh-huh. as good as you are, And as good as people love you and like you, Mm -hmm. you you know, most companies or most employers are not walking around handing out promotions or opportunities like you. And so every time that I've had a good uh, jump in career or bump in pay, it's been because I've asked. And so I've had to learn to, um, you know, vouch for myself and speak up when I wanted something, which is very hard for me to do, because like I said, I I, uh, oftentimes I think we confuse being humble with not asking. And, you know, Uh I'm just going to put my head down and and do the work. And so Uh I had to learn how to undo that and work through those fears. And the only way to do it is just to get comfortable doing it. And the first time I was horrible and my voice shaked and you know, I was terrified. (laughs) Right. You know, the more you do it, you come up with your own strategy. And and I've done it so many times now that it comes second, second nature to me. But I think that that's been my biggest challenge, probably for me personally, is just asking for what you want.
0: Yeah. You know, I did a, an episode in talking about kind of self-worth and talking about self-advocacy. Right. And it's difficult to talk about yourself and talk mm-hmm. about kind of your past work and like what your offer is, what your value is. You know, right. a lot of um, professionals, they kind of, like you said, they sit there and they've got their head down and they're working extremely hard and they're producing amazing products and deliverables. But their visibility is not there. Exactly, so you're, the work is getting done and, you know, the, the, the company is progressing, they're hitting bottom lines, you know, all of whatever their goals are, but you're staying still. And mm-hmm. it's not because you're not doing great work, but it's because you're not advocating and giving yourself a voice to talk about, you know, what are the accomplishments? What's the value that you're bringing to your company or organization? So, yeah, I, I love that. And I think that's a real struggle. That's a real, real challenge. People will say, you know, we'll just just ask for it you know, you have not because you ask not. It's not that easy. Right. It's not that easy. And it's definitely not that easy when um, there are challenges and, you know, gender gaps and and pay. And there's all these other layers when it comes to um, professionals, especially women and women of color. It it just layers so much. And so there's moments where I really wish that, like, when we talk about, you know, what do you wish you've learned kind of early on or something Mm -hmm. that someone would have Mm -hmm. told me? Right. I really wish that Early on in my career, that someone really pushed me to advocate for myself. Right. And in really understanding how to negotiate. You know, I don't think I got great at negotiating until probably about a good five years ago in my career. Exactly. (laughs) Right. You know, and so I think that piece is is incredibly valuable and such a great lesson learned. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, look, I want to jump into the strategies. You know, this idea of personal brand, I think. Um, Even has a new feel to it with us being remote. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of folks still being remote with the pandemic. And how you show up in the workplace, how you show up amongst your teams, how you show up in leadership, you know, what people associate with you um, within the workplace is so incredibly important. And it's important to growth. It's important to Ascension in your career. Right. And so we're going to take a really quick break and then come back with Stephanie, the corporate cat. And we're going to jump into strategies, this roadmap, if you will, for how high achieving professionals can develop a personal brand. And then if you already have a personal brand or you think you do, let's make sure there's some things that you don't do so that you're not in a position where you're having to repair that personal brand. So we're going to be right back with Stephanie. In just a minute. All right, guys, we are back. We are back with Stephanie, the corporate catch, and we're talking about personal branding. What's your personal branding strategy? And really trying to give you a roadmap to success around having a strong personal brand. So, Stephanie, again, thank you so much for joining us. We're so happy to have you today and um let's dig in let's dig right on in what tell us what when you think about personal brand what is that what is the personal brand and why is it so important for um professionals especially those that are high achieving and really trying to get to that next level You know, why is it so important that they have one
1: yeah so personal branding to me is one of those things that people um don't really realize how important and how impactful it can be to your career it's one of those things that i honestly didn't realize um really what I was doing when I was doing this, the thing, I didn't know there was a name associated with
0: it. Uh-huh. Really your,
1: your personal brand to me is kind of what makes you unique. What are your, what are your strengths? How do you naturally go about work? What's your unique value proposition? What do you bring to the workplace? It's kind of, you know, what people associate with you um, when they think about you and how you do work, right? Uh-huh. If you think about how someone would describe you, if you're not in the room, what would they say? And so uh-huh. it's really being intentional about how you appear to others in the workplace, and how you go about your work, and what you want others to communicate or associate with you. And if you're not intentional about your personal brand, or don't realize that you have a personal brand, you know, it could be really detrimental to your career, because you're kind of an autopilot, like you're just letting people assume whatever they want to assume. And Mm -hmm. as we all know, perception is reality. And so if someone has an off perception about you or your personal brand, or you're not intentional in telling them what you want them to know about you, you know, you could halt your career or get assigned jobs and work that you don't really like doing, but you do because people don't know otherwise or they have a misperception about what you're good at. And so I Mm -hmm. think um, being intentional um, and being strategic and having a plan around your personal brand is something that most people don't do, which is, um, I think, one of those things that women, um, especially women of color, probably need to be a little bit more intentional
0: with. I love that you talk about being intentional because mm-hmm. that's where I think that sometimes we could go left, that we allow people to build these perceptions of us. And sometimes, you know, people will get really, really strong and they'll say, I don't care what people think about me. You should. Exactly. You should. You definitely you should, should. Especially, I think you I think you should care how you carry yourself wherever you are in personal or professional life. But as a professional, as, as being in the workplace, you want to make sure that people perceive you as you want to be perceived. Absolutely. Right? And so I love that about being intentional because you can't just go day to day la 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 let people kind of, you know, form their own a perception. Everyone's right. always going to have their own opinions, but exactly. you can control how you show up. And so I love that. You talked a bit about, you know, having um, a kind of a strategic plan. Like, how mm-hmm. are you building that brand? Talk to us a little bit about that. What does that look like for someone to be intentional and be strategic about developing their personal brand?
1: Right. So I think one of the, of the common misconceptions um, that I think people uh, misperceived when we talk about personal branding, you know, you, you're not acting like something that you're not, and you're not trying to be something that you are not, right? Like, I don't think anyone should ever try to be who they're not. Your personal brand is truly who you are. It's really just being strategic in how you communicate that, and what you do, and how you say, and how you appear to others. So part of my personal brand um, is that I'm a strategic thinker. I think big, I always have ideas. And so part of that personal brand is thinking about What can I do to show people that I am a big thinker, that I am a strategizer? So anytime I'm in a meeting, I always make sure to speak up. I always make sure to share my thoughts, right? You cannot be a thought leader, right? If, If you want that to be a part of your personal brand and that's true to who you are, you cannot be a thought leader if you're reserving your thoughts and you're scared to speak up. And so thinking about your strengths and your perceptions and your natural talents and then working your way back to strategize on how you can communicate that, whether it's in your actions or it's in your work or it's in your execution. Um, You have to think about how to be intentional with what your natural strengths are.
0: Yeah. I love that. And, you know, guys, you know, as you're listening, you know that we talk about your professional DNA, your defined natural abilities to succeed. And do you see the connectivity here with personal brand that Mm -hmm. once you identify you know, what those attributes are, what are those building blocks, what what makes you unique, you've got a, a perfect setup for right. leveraging those and saying, okay, if I'm a critical thinker, if I'm a creative, if I'm a strong problem solver, whatever it may be, that becomes a part of your personal brand. Those are elements that you want to have rise up and really represent who you are, how you're showing up in the workplace and demonstrating value. Um, so I, I love that a lot. You know, Stephanie, I think people, if we talk about personal brand, it was like, okay, I know that, like you said, you know, if, you, if I'm a critical thinker, I'm a strategic thinker, problem solver, and there's value in that, how can one kind of leverage their personal brand to advance in the workplace, right? How can they do that to kind of advance in their career? What can they do to leverage their personal brand?
1: I think it's, it's um, being intentional in your approach to work and just realizing that, you know, everybody's watching you, you always have to be on and you always have to kind of be seeking out those opportunities to solidify your personal brand. It's not enough to just say it or put it in your personal, in your um, self-assessment for your uh, review. You have to actually follow up with actions and be consistent. Um, More than anything else, I think the consistency piece is what people miss. And so I can't just say to my boss, I want to be a thought leader or I want to be a director. It's kind of, all in your actions and how intentional you are in your approach to leveraging that right like if I again if I um, am a thought leader and I tell my boss okay one day I want to be director and a manager but anytime there's an opportunity to speak up in a meeting I am not you know I'm not um, sharing my thoughts or I'm Uh drinking or I'm afraid to speak up or I'm coming to work and I'm late or you know my clothes are disheveled my hair is you know every Uh single thing I know it sounds fickle (laughs) <laughs> but the higher up you go, the more you have to care, right? Yes. Have you ever seen a director that isn't put together or, you know, that's coming into work late whose nails are chipped? I mean, every single piece matters.
0: Uh-huh. Everything
1: matters. And I think in order to think of yourself as a complete package and always be thinking about, okay, even in, even in opportunities where Um, you know, there's disagreements, right? Even how you respond to someone being negative to you is a part of your personal brand, because it's easy to be petty. And it's easy Uh to respond in a negative manner. But my personal brand is to be professional, and is excellent at all times. And so how I respond to someone in a situation is part of my personal brand as well.
0: Yeah, I I love that. And I also love how you kind of go through and talk about, as you said, like things that might perceived to be um, fickle, the way you show up, the way that you present yourself in your dress, in an apparel, in your hair. Mm-hmm. And some people may say, oh, well, I know directors and even VPs who come in and look a mess. Mm-hmm. But is that you? Right. But is that you? Right. And what's their journey and their story? What right. What did they look like before they got there?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't know. You have no idea. And we all have different paths. We all have a different journey. Um, We all have different challenges to get to different levels in our careers. So you can't base, you know, when you see something that is not quote unquote excellent, you can't base your behavior on that. You have right. to define that excellence for yourself and strive for it and stick with it. Because again, we're not talking about their brand. Exactly. It's a personal thing. We're talking about your personal exactly. brand. Yeah. No, I, I, I love that for sure. Let's talk about this remote work because <laughs> I will tell you, it has blown my mind to see how team members um, and, you know, hear colleagues and, you know, friends talk about their Zoom calls and their WebEx calls and, you know, all of these different virtual meetings and how people show up. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that in some instances, we may actually hurt our personal brand because we think that we're remote. We don't have to show up a certain way. I can't think of a time that I've gotten on camera for a meeting, whether if it's leading my team or consulting work, or whatever it may be. And I am not quote unquote put together, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and, and I think that sometimes people forget that honestly, when you're remote, that is even a time where you need to be more put together because you are not standing in front of someone. You have kind of this a little bit of the humanistic disconnect because you're sharing screens and not necessarily in an office with someone. It's hard to read body language. It's hard to, you know, read tone sometimes. Talk to me a little bit about that and where kind of where you are on personal brand in in the pandemic where a lot of folks are remote.
1: No, I, I totally agree with exactly, you know, what you said. It's almost harder to solidify your personal brand via Zoom because like you said, there's kind of a, a social disconnect, if you will, uh-huh. especially when there's, you know, 18 people on a Zoom call. It's really hard to talk and, and figure out because you're not all in the same room. And so um, it's hard to stand out and it's hard to really make an impression sometimes. And so I think... Um, It takes more intention to have a strong personal brand or to solidify what your personal brand should be and what it looks like or to maintain a personal brand via this remote world. And so every bit counts, meaning even how you look. Now, from the waist down, obviously, that (laughs) doesn't count because no one can see that. Right. But from the top, I mean, you should still look as polished as possible. I mean, don't come on the call wearing your pajamas or a hat. Right. Um, or eating and being unprofessional. I mean, every single thing matters even more almost because the only thing that we can see is a little bitty square, right? And if, right. We, see, if we see you in a baseball hat or disengaged or your camera isn't on and we can't even see where you're doing, I think it's, it's, uh, it, it's harder, but it's even more important with, with those small little things that may not have mattered in the real world, but they matter now because that's all we have to go on.
0: No, absolutely. I think we're spot on and we're definitely on the same page with that. And guys, let me tell you, the way Stephanie shows up, I I, I just about can can figure out the way she shows up at work. (laughs) I follow the great corporate catch in my social media world. And Stephanie has a blazer. We, we are buttoned up, head to toe. I think probably my most favorite social media moment <laughs> is with you and your little one. And she's got her pink little suit. And it's like, what is it? You know, raising the child the way she should go. Like, this, yes. this, it, is, it is happening. But it's, it's how people, we are such in a digital age. And yes. especially within... Um, I know that, you know, things are opening up quite a bit. A lot of folks are even going back into the office and so things may feel a bit different, but there's still a great amount of the workforce that is remote. And I, I think I can't reinforce it enough that yes, it's your presentation, but it's also how you interact with people. Awesome. You know, now <laughs> we're left to emails and teams mm-hmm. and, you know, chats and not being able to have the. Um, let me walk down to the office and have a conversation. Let me pop over to your workstation and have a conversation. And so your interactions and as you talked about being intentional mm-hmm. is so much more important because the wrong perception could really happen on accident. Absolutely. And then you could damage your brand. Absolutely. And it's funny that you brought up the the word blazer
1: Um that is part of my personal brand. You know, if you see me in the Ooh. office, which I'm back in, I'm back in a, in a regular office today, uh-huh. um, but part of my personal brand can be something specific that you wear or how you appear at work. And so part of my personal brand is a blazer. And so when people see me, you know, maybe a different blazer or a different color, but I always am in a blazer always. And that's become part of the package. When you see me, you will I always, you will always, always see me in a blazer always.
0: I love it. I love it. You know, I will, um, I'll, I'll pick on my husband a bit because he is team personal brand all day long <laughs> and he has never worn jeans to work mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. I can think he works in the accounting and finance space. Others could be in jeans and a polo or they could wear shorts on Fridays. I remember when he worked in like the day trading world and uh-huh. they would roll in and shorts and, you know, Tiva sandals on a Friday. I've never seen him wear jeans to work and he won't and I bet you that's something that people know about him and which becomes part of his brand absolutely absolutely so let's help those out who may have did a little damage how do you repair your personal brand you know what if you taken a misstep and you know you've rather you've had a bad interaction with colleagues or leadership Um, perhaps you've made a major mistake at work and that may have kind of tarnished them. Oh my gosh, I thought this person was all about quality assurance and quality control. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, look what happened. How do people repair their personal brand? What steps can they take?
1: So mistakes will happen because we're human. And a lot of times when you are striving for something big and you're leaping for a big role, you know, you're, you're learning as you go. And so mistakes are inevitable. And I think when it comes to your personal brand, it's just understanding that when you do make a mistake and you will, it's Uh about the action that you take. It's almost never about the mistake. It's kind of what you do afterwards. And so when I've made a mistake, part of my personal brand is that I will always own it. I will never blame anyone else. I will not point fingers. I will not make excuses. I will own it. And not only will I own it, I will always follow up with, yes, I made this mistake, here's what I've done since, here's what I've put in place so that that doesn't happen again. And here's how we will move forward. And so coming up with a plan or like, don't stay stuck and stay in that mistake. You've got to show that you've taken action, that you understand Uh the mistake and here's the plan, how to move forward. Because I think that in and of itself is stronger or makes more of an impact than the mistake itself.
0: I love that. I love that so much. And I think the owning piece is is critical. because and i i've talked a lot about personal accountability mm-hmm. and that personal accountability comes in there that yeah, we're human we're going to make mistakes things are going to happen but it's how you respond absolutely right and it's and it starts with ownership yep. and then it, and then putting steps in place so that you can prevent that same type of mistake you know happening in the future um and and really kind of saying okay what does that look like communicating it in the right way And I think that could also become a part of your brand because people know that you are going to hold yourself accountable Yep, and they know that you are going to jump into kind of that problem solving mode to where this is something that doesn't occur again. And I think leadership, I know as a leader, you know, I appreciate that from team members. I appreciate that ownership and that accountability when instances happen like this, because it says, okay, you know, this person, yes, they made a mistake, but they're growing. They own it. We're. This is something that's, you know, not going to happen again. Here's the steps we're putting in place. And then that doesn't tarnish the brand. I think it's when you don't own it. Correct. And you find every other reason for why and this could have should have happened, would have could have all of that then can tarnish the brand for right. sure. And nobody
1: likes working with a person that blames everyone else or always has an excuse or Uh throws their team members under the bus. Everybody wants to work with or wants to. Nobody will hold it against you that you make a mistake because we've all made mistakes. And I think it looks better and makes more of an impact if you can own it. And then, like I said, follow up with intentional and strategic action. Like, yes, my team did X, Y, Z. Or I made this mistake and here's what we've done to fix it and that here's what we've implemented to ensure that this doesn't take place, you know, take place again. I think everyone will applaud that more than the person that, you know, tries to blame everyone else.
0: Love it. No, I absolutely love it. Stephanie, this has been great. Guys, we're talking about personal branding. Uh, Stephanie is, is is dropping strategies and tips for how to develop your brand, how to maintain it, what to do if you need to repair it. And this has all been super valuable. I hope it's been helpful for, for you. So Stephanie, tell me how can my audience connect with you?
1: So my Instagram name is at the corporate catch. That's exactly how you spell it, the corporate catch. Uh-huh. And then my website name is also thecorporatecatch.com. Very easy.
0: Awesome. Very easy. And clearly all a part of the brand. You see how yes. you don't have to guess. <laughs> <laughs> you see how she shows up the same way across <laughs> platforms. I absolutely love that. Stephanie, this has been fantastic. And I'm so glad that we're able to connect and we're able to have you on. I think this um, personal branding is something that High-achieving professionals have to understand, have to embrace, and if they want to continue to ascend in their careers, you've got to establish how you show up in the workplace, how you show up as a leader, how you show up as a manager, how you show up as just a good team player, whatever role that you're in. A part of your personal brand is knowing where you are, knowing mm-hmm. where you want to go, and then you know, building on all of those valuable things that you can contribute, building on those step by step as you try to get to the next level. And so Absolutely. this has been an invaluable conversation um, for sure. And is there anything lasting that you want to leave with us?
1: I think my lasting message will, will just be for people to stop waiting for permission and stop, you know, letting fear stop you and just be fearless and ruthless in your pursuit to workplace happiness, because you deserve it. You know, you're a catch and it's important for you to be happy while you're at work. And so you've got to own it
0: and go after what you want. Awesome. 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 I love it. Okay, guys, we are going to uh, get ready to close out and I'll be right back. Thanks so much, Stephanie. (laughs) Bye-bye. Wow, wow, wow. What'd you guys think? I had such an amazing time talking with Stephanie and I hope that our discussion around personal branding, you know, having that personal brand in the workplace was helpful for you. You know, Stephanie really dropped dropped some amazing gems guys really did just to get you thinking about how do you show up in the workplace and guys did you see that connection between professional dna and your personal brand you know your defined kind of natural ability to succeed those building blocks that you have right inside of you harnessing those leveraging them to get to the next level but those building blocks start to become a part of your personal brand i was like ah there's such a connection there and I hope that that was helpful for you I hope you're seeing that connection and if you haven't established your personal brand within the workplace you got to get one established you got to show up consistently every single day if you have one but you feel like you need to shift it let's start working on that if you need to repair it let's start working on that Again, this has been another episode of Professional DNA. I wanna hear from you. Number one, if you're enjoying this podcast, please, please, please be sure that you go on, especially if you're listening um, on Apple or any of the platforms, and I want you to rate this podcast. I hope that we are giving you five-star content. I wanna hear from you. I want you to rate the podcast, leave a comment, so more and more people can learn about Professional DNA. I'd also love to just hear from you on how we can even work together how I can help you get to the next level in your career. You guys know that I'm a career and mindset strategist and I'm looking to work with high achieving professionals that are ready to get to the next level, that are ready to ensure that they can level up professionally, by discovering their defined and unique value, by cultivating a growth mindset, and by designing a career strategy that works, a career strategy that's going to help you rapidly ascend in your career and get paid your true value. If you know that you're in a place where you're ready to get to the next level and you're not quite sure how we need to connect. I want to see you in my DM. I want to see you in my email, info at your professional DNA.com. And let's talk. It takes nothing but your time and commitment to have a conversation and have a discovery call so we can discover potentially where are the areas that you need some support and where we could work together. Guys, it's been another great week. You know how I feel. You have everything inside of you to be your best unique self. And that's your what? Your professional DNA. Have an amazing week. Bye.